Hey, how we doing there? Uh, this is Two Dudes and Killer Tunes, episode one. We finally got the got it going here. So, I'm Cal, and I'm Neil. Neil, it's good to see you tonight. Nice to see you, brother. It's good to have you over in the basement uh, recording the episode one. Uh-huh. So, I'm Cal, uh, co or I'm actually host of the show, and Neil co-host. Um, Neil, we met like 30 years ago, right? Um, I was thinking about this the other day, how, how we first met. I just remember I was a freshman at uh, UAD, University of Detroit Mercy, and I forget, you showed up. I think, why were you there? <laughs> well, on a, on a recruiting trip, right? Okay, that's right, that's you right. Know, uh, 1994, I think it was the uh, winter of 94 going into 95. I graduated yep. high school in 95, but... Yeah, came up for a recruiting trip, and uh, that's right. And you, you, so you were born in Michigan. Yeah, but then you moved out to the AZ, right? Arizona. Yeah. Uh, Arizona. How old were you when you moved to Arizona? Sixteen, going on seventeen, okay. going into my junior year of high school. Yeah. Okay, so you spent uh, a couple of years in Arizona for high school, and then yeah, you uh, was it your junior year? You visited U of D, yeah, because uh, you were maybe going to come play soccer there. Um, sure. I was already on the team. That was my freshman year. I remember you showing up. Uh, you were there for the whole weekend. Uh, you stayed with us, Reno Basement. Shout out to Reno Basement. And uh, you, we went to a party. We went to the Sig Pi party. You know, the, the fraternity on campus always had good parties. Um, but I remember, if I remember right, you, you were on your best behavior. Uh, yes. Um, I got in some a little bit of trouble, if you will, um, drinking, and then I was like, you know what? On this trip, I'm not going to do any uh, drinking. But you did a lot of reading, if I remember. Yes. Right, you finished the entire Fab Four book written by Mitch Album. Yep, uh, <laughs> that, that weekend. Yep, um, didn't drink at all, but uh, definitely got my reading in. But no, so since then, obviously we've known, you know, obviously you made the decision to, to go to UAD. We we played soccer there together for a couple of years, mm-hmm. um, and remained friends now for like thirty years, right? Sure. And uh, the one Love thing it. that I always remember, you know, that kind of bringing us together or whatever was was music, mm-hmm. um, and really specifically live music. You know, going to concerts and and checking out shows and stuff, right? Um, you know, for me, it started back in, it was actually 1990. I was 15 years old, and and I went to the Palace of Auburn Hills, which is uh, no longer with us, RIP, yes. the Palace. Um, but it was Aerosmith with uh, Joan Jett opening up, and, you know, that was the, the pump tour. You know, Janie's got a gun and, and everything, and absolutely amazing it just blew me away and like from that point forward it was just like i i couldn't stop going to shows what what do you remember what your first show was it kind of got you got you all jazzed up well it was a really good band that i had <clears throat> saw i think about, about the year 1994 when i was out in arizona called gin blossoms oh mm-hmm. wow. i think you might all know the that sweet band from uh, Arizona, local band, you know, and was it Hey Jealousy? Was that Hey the... Jealousy? Yeah. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. one thing I'll say is it's something I've never held against you, and I won't still <laughs> to this day. Um, but no. Uh, well, 
let me let me just say something. I won't hold it against you, but going to Aerosmith because I'm going to be on the wrong here. Or Aerosmith, I I could take deal him. Yeah, I could deal without Aerosmith. I, I could see that. I, you know, I, I mean, great. Okay, great music. Blah blah blah. You know, great. There's a couple great songs, but most of them, hey, I'm not I'm not a big Aerosmith fan. Whatever. You know, that's not the first time I heard that. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, um, but you know what? When it comes to live shows, the key is, is you got to start somewhere. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's the journey from there where you go, right? Sure. So, you know, the, the concept of two dudes and killer tunes, you know, where did it come from? So, like I mentioned, since that time in 1990, I've probably been to a couple hundred shows. And I know I've probably told you this in the past where I used to actually write down every single show I ever went to where it was at, who I went with, and just like little notes or anecdotes about it. Sure. You know, like funny little quips, right? And it was always my intent. I was going to write, you know, the best book of like these short stories about these concerts. And and you know what? I would have I, loved to read that book, yeah. Yeah. And, but you know what happened is I stopped taking notes. I threw those away <laughs> and realized making a book was going to be way too hard. But... You know, here we are, you know, in the times of technology. I'm like, hey, what about a podcast? And then when I was thinking about kind of the format of it, you know, I thought about having guests come on, talking to them, catching up, you know, shows we maybe went to together, you know, any shows you've been to, you know, special things. And I thought about, well, you know, I don't want to sit and listen to myself ramble this whole time. So who who better to be a co-host? That's what I thought of you naturally. Who listened to myself? <laughs> and uh, so you know, to me, it was really. I think we started talking about this what like maybe three, four weeks ago, yeah. max. Yeah. And uh, it's obviously been moving at lightning speed, and mm-hmm. here we are recording episode one, and I couldn't be more excited. Which about is, it. I agree. I mean, which is cool. I was you 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 came to me, and I'm like called me up and he's like hey dude do you want to do it i mean i've always been you know writing writing notes and wanted to write a book and then i'm like let's just do a podcast and you, you call me i'm like you know what that sounds like a pretty good idea you know well the first thing i think you <clears throat> said was well i'm not real sure what kind of time i can commit to it <laughs> sure oh yeah i mean <laughs> no. I, which is understandable right we, sure, we're, fair we're all enough. busy I mean, but uh no that I think once we like started talking about it, we're like, no, I mean, it's going to be something kind of informal. We'll just yeah. kind of, it's really us, one, gives us a reason to get together more sure. often, see each other, and then two, you know, be able to kind of catch back up with people we haven't right. talked to in years. And that's, you know, and I think of, you know, getting your, you know, out on uh, the, out of, or not Odyssey, but uh, the app out, or the podcast out, sorry, bros. Um but yeah, that's what it is, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, as we've started our company page and kind of getting people right. interested Sorry. in looking at it and stuff, and uh, you know, it's been fun so far. And and you know what, I'm really looking forward to it. We have some people that you know I used to, well, still outside, still friends with, but I haven't talked to in like 30 years almost. Uh, it's going to be a collection of people we haven't talked to in, in ages. It's going to be. People we went to college with that we played soccer with went to some shows with. It's going to be friends and 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 family and and everything else throughout the, you know, this journey, right? So, the other question I always get is why two dudes, right? And and killer tunes. Well, 
I mean, you remember the whole whole way we came up with two dudes, right? Way back in our early 20s. Uh, it was, you know, after a long night of partying, right, at 8146, Gary, and... Uh, I think everyone else has kind of already passed out for the night, and me and you ended up in the basement looking at this wall of about 500 CDs. Which was your brother's. Yeah, yep, my brother's place. And that, and that, my oh, brother's place, my brother's collection. Sure, yeah, and then absolutely. your collection wasn't too bad either. You know, you didn't... <laughs> you know, I, I would say I maybe had some more of the obscure stuff, or sure. he just had the, the overall massive collection. And I think uh, two dudes, like you said... Uh, we made a mixtape, if yep. you will. It was going to be the best mixtape ever made, mm-hmm. right? And if you, do you remember, we actually had rules sure. that, that went along with this mixtape. We were, I mean, we were serious about this. And when we say mixtape, we really mean tape. It was a cassette. It wasn't yeah, like burn on a CD. This was uh, old school. Uh, do you remember like any of those rules at all? Well, of course, I remember the one rule was one band per side, if you will, right? Correct. Um, so you can't have, you know... The same band couldn't be on one side twice, yes, right? Yes, on one side and, twice, yeah. And if they were going to be on both sides, it sure as hell better be a, a very special oh, it band. it should be a very... Yeah, band <laughs> or good song, you know? So I remember staying up literally all night. It was a 120-minute cassette tape 60 yeah. minutes each side and we i mean it was like trying to figure out the cure to cancer <laughs> like how, what songs and what not oh, yeah. only what song but what order are we going to put them in because you don't want to have too many slow ones i love the I mean, way I, you said that because yeah it was it, it, it was, was meticulous yes, it wasn't just meticulous. thrown yep. together and uh do you remember any songs that that were on that because again this was Damn well, of year, course. 25 I mean, years ago. Well, we had Jane Says, you know, mm-hmm. which is a brilliant song uh, yeah. by Jane's Addiction. If you don't know that song, then maybe... Uh, <laughs> maybe you need to get out there a little yeah, bit, Yeah, right? maybe not listen to music. <laughs> but, and that's actually one of my favorite songs ever. Yeah, and, Jane um, Says. You know, when, when my daughter was born, I actually had the... The privilege of coming up with the middle name so i actually came up with the name jane mainly due to that song jane says by jane's addiction but also another one of my favorites sweet jane by uh lou reed velvet underground that's too good um i love the one that i remember being on the tape was perfect day by lou reed oh, yeah. speaking of lou and uh I, I always love that song and it's actually in one of my favorite movies of all time train spotting Oh. And, you know, I know you've seen that movie. We went to actually to the theater and saw it at Laurel Park, I think. No. I think it was uh, Civic. Oh. I mean, Farming right. Civic. It about, right. It was the Farming Train Civic. spotting. Oh, and, my uh, Lord. In that scene, it was uh, Rent Boy, you know, Rents is ODing, and they were playing Perfect Day. Yeah. And uh, I remember that song being on there specifically. Oh, love now, me some Lou Reed. Hell yeah. Fast forward about three years from then, we ended up in that same scenario, remember? We're in that same basement, 8146, those same CDs, and we kind of had our Godfather Part 2 moment, right? We're going to come up with an even better mixtape, <coughs> simply called... Two Dudes Part 2. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then, you know, so we were talking, of, you know, three, four weeks ago about putting this podcast together. And, I mean, at that point, it just kind of clicked. I mean, of course, it's got to have two dudes in there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we even talked about should it be two dudes part three, you know. But uh, we were. Fair enough. I'm glad we called it two dudes and killer tunes. Absolutely. You know, no, you we know don't... what? It, 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 it helps kind of encompass those like we're you know for us it's the live shows and those killer tunes yeah that, you know you see when you're there Dig. and the ones that you remember you know mm-hmm. like I, there's certain shows but not just certain shows but certain songs where you're sitting there and it's just like oh i will never forget this moment right mm-hmm. and uh though actually i'm gonna bring it up right now the one that i with you specifically was just last may when we went to columbus we saw smashing pumpkins after I don't know how many years. It's been a long time since we've seen them. And me you and, and my brother Paul went to Columbus. Yeah. Kemba Live, great outdoor little venue. And they played Drown. You know, one yeah. of those songs that just resonates and just, you know, you'll never forget. Well, uh, I, I would say the last time we saw Smashing Pumpkins was, gosh, I know when it, I know when it was, yeah. yeah. It was at the Fox Theater. Yeah. Yep. And it was when Billy Corgan and Jimmy Chamberlain came back together. Uh-huh. And then this time, though, we actually had James Eha join, you know, okay. join in the fold. So, but that yeah, a, you're right. That was probably 2007 ish, maybe. I was going to say yeah, 2000. Right yeah. I, I was going to say four, but seven. Okay. Yep. You're probably. Give or take. I mean, he has a bit of better memory than I do. <laughs> Whatever. Cal. So, the, the biggest question I have we made only two copies. Of two dudes and yeah. two dudes part two. I know I haven't seen a copy in ages. Have you seen one? Do you have any idea where those things Gosh, are? Gosh, no. Gosh. That's a shame. I'm, and then we we started this out with uh, the two dudes and the songs that were on there. And I'm gonna say, I mean, Jane says was on there. We had Perfect Day. I mean, what are what were the other songs that were on there? I mean, like, I know that. Which, uh, I know. I'm pretty sure Fish. Bouncing around the room was on there. Um, I can guarantee you, probably something like Pearl Jam Black was probably on there. Oh yeah, Pearl Jam Black was on there. Fair enough, but I and some you know maybe even something like a Blues Traveler. I have my moments. Yeah, Blues Traveler. (laughs) Oh, Blues Traveler is a damn good freaking band, by the way. So, but. Rather than talking about all those olden times, let's talk about, uh, you know, some other things here. What do you have? Well, what about, do you actually remember the first show that we ever went to together? I was trying to rack my brain. I don't think I, I remember, you know, we've been to a lot, but I don't remember that first one. Do you remember what it was? Well, as far as like a big show, I'll say we went and maybe saw Red Eye, John, or uh, Ludwig. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, our buddies' band, local band. Yeah. They used to play around the local bars. Maybe at that freaking band or that a venue. What was it? Called? Not. Uh, not Is it Bar- Harpo's? Harpo's. Harpo's or like Cadu Cafe. They no. used to play all over the the, the Detroit bar scene. Sure. And, and I used to love going to their shows. You know, because one, we knew the guys in the van, right? Right. And and one, and they they did they rocked, right? You had yeah. Giovanni on guitar, Robbie singing, Carl on drums. <laughs> Carl. Yeah. 
I, I used to love watching Carl play those drums. But he uh, play those drums. You know, I want to say that it's probably the first show, the first live show we went to. Yeah, that we went sure. together. After that, maybe I would say I we did do, do a Horde Fest or oh, Dave yeah. Matthews oh. or Horde Fest and Dave Matthews. I think Dave Matthews probably. And I mean, I'm not gonna. And you know what? And remember, we used to go and we would camp out. Oh, you know, the, we'd go see him at Pine Knob in the summer. We'd go yeah. camp out and uh, and head to the show. Oh, my God, those were the times, huh? That camp out. We've had a couple good camp outs. Absolutely. Um, a couple where we uh, might have done some, if you will. Don't want to, but you know. We parted a little you bit. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we parted a little bit and, for sure. Uh, had some good times. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Now, the one, you know, usually we would go and it would be like a group of people. You know, sometimes like, it seems like four or five, eight of us, you know, out there and just having a, a great time. Uh, especially the summer shows, uh, Pine Knob, right? 15,000 seats. You got the lawn, the pavilion. Um, but I also remember the smaller venues, you know, the, the Majestic Theater. Sure. Um, or, you know, seeing Rusted Root. I mean, how many times have we seen those guys? Um, and good. for everyone times. out there who's like, oh, who's Rusted Root? Well, one, if you have kids and have watched Dice Age or seen about, watched TV and seen any commercials, Send Me On My Way is like all over the place. But, Shout out to Savvy, by the way. Savvy Mac. Savvy on my way. And <laughs> the thing is, they are probably like one of the funnest bands to see live. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I think I've probably seen them close to 10 times, and you've been there almost every single oh, yeah. time with me. And uh, one, just the <clears throat> the musicality, I'll say. I mean, the the different instruments they play. And just, I mean, it's just a fun time. Right. Um, always a fun time. But there's very few times where just me and you have gone to a concert, you know, when you really think about it, you know. But yeah, they're, just they're, us two without right. a, without a crowd or a group. Yeah, without a group of people. But you know what? I do remember one time. And do you remember which one it is? I think I know. Which one? Oyster. Let's see if we Oysterhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We went and saw Oysterhead at the Hill Auditorium in Ann Arbor, and that was it was November of two thousand one. I remember it was cold out, right? I remember us going, and I, I forget the name of the bar we hit up, but we go to the bar, we walk over to uh, Hill Auditorium, and, and you know, we're, we're feeling no pain. No, and, no pain. And, you know, we're in the venue, and, you know, we're smoking cigarettes or whatever, and which no one liked us for that in the first place. Oh, yeah. And then we're sitting there, and the next thing you know, we drop one and in the seat in front of us, remember that lady had her coat there. <laughs> and we started kind of freaking out a little bit, like we're gonna start this big fire. So I remember you know, taking our beers <laughs> and we're just like dumping them on there and patting it out <laughs> to make sure. But <laughs> the oyster head though, right? <laughs> so for people who aren't familiar, Oysterhead was really like a super group. Yes. Um it was just a trio. It was uh, Trey Anastasio from uh, Fish. Which is a... Go ahead. Uh, I mean, guitarist With- and, and vocalist. And then you have uh, Les Claypool, <clears throat> uh, the bass player and vocalist from Primus. And then, of course, Stuart Copeland on drums from from The Police. The Police. Yep. And, I mean, 
which it seems like kind of an odd fit, right? Very odd, right? And, and the only thing I remember saying was, as long as Sting ain't there, it's got to be a good show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was. It was amazing because, I mean, Fuck just... Sting. <laughs> just the... Um, between Trey's guitar and, and Les Claypool's bass, I mean, it, it was an amazing show. Uh, Unreal. I love it. Now... Thinking of, you know, the past concerts, but more recently, you know, I mentioned the the Smashing Pumpkins in in Columbus. Uh, that was that was a great show. You know, me, you, and my brother Paul, road trip to Columbus. Uh, I remember we got there early so we could check out the Champions League final, which oh, was gosh. who played in that Liverpool. Liverpool and was it. Uh, Gosh, I think Real was Madrid? it Real Madrid? I don't know. You, but Liverpool took the L. Right? Yeah, Liverpool. We were all lost. disappointed. Um, and then we, we we walked over to Kemba Live, which I that has got to be one of my favorite venues of all time. Kemba Live, you've been there a couple times, right? Yep, yep. I've been, been for the first time. Kemba Live was sweet. It's a mini like Meadowbrook, yeah, if you will, I mean, in Michigan, Meadowbrook, you know, but. It's in yeah. the city. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, like not Meadowbrook in Rochester, but it's a right Kemba in downtown Li- Columbus. Yeah, um, it's a know, cool little venue. It was about five thousand total. Yeah, people we, between the hill and we had, kind of the. Yeah, we. I guess we had the hill seats, if you will. Well, actually, we we could go down into oh, like yeah. the pit yeah. area, but you know, we're just like, yeah, hey, we're good up here. You know, it's so small. We're, it's like yeah, right, I mean, right there. Anyway. Even where yeah, there's like a little platform where we were mm-hmm. at. Remember, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm. I remember shining my camera down, you know, capturing, uh, you know, but Billy Corgan. That was Pumpkins. seeing seeing that show with you and my brother. It was literally like we were transported back twenty five years. Sure, you know, love that. It was, I love it. And then the other one uh, was really just about a month after that. We went to Pine Knob uh, and saw the Lumineers. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Lumineers out, I believe, the Denver area. Great band. Especially a great live band. A lot of fun. Is that where they're from? Mm-hmm. Denver? And, I, uh, I didn't even know. And Not that I... That was the first time I've been back to Pine Knob since it's actually called Pine Knob yeah. again. Because it was DT forever. But, yeah, it was DT. You know, all us old timers always called it Pine Knob. We, yeah, you know? we all know. I remember my know. kids would say, what What the heck is Pine Knob, Dad? It's DT. Yeah. I'm like, it'll never be T- DT. And we, then we finally got I mean, it back. I don't even... It, we finally cares? got it back. You can call it what you want, but <laughs> it's Pine Knob to all of us, right? Absolutely. So, you know... You know, we've been friends for 30 years, and, you know, music's always been kind of, like, important to our friendship, really, right? Sure. And the one thing, you know, we've gone on numerous road trips, right? Uh, went to Mardi Gras. It's just me and you following Johnny V and uh, Benny. Sure, yeah. But uh, the whole time, I remember. The year 2000. Year 2000. Yeah. It was the year of Cal and Neil. But I remember having my, you know, my book of CDs. And, you know, we'd find, like, the perfect ones to listen oh, to on the drive. Brilliant. Um, we did Orlando for New Year's Eve the one time, remember? Yeah. And, uh, again, 
just always had that music going. But the one that I always remember was the Kentucky Derby again in the year 2000, where uh, we went in an RV, us and the, you know four or five other guys, and I'll never forget the most perfect road trip CD per Details magazine was Sunvolt. And I was like, holy um, shit, I got that CD. So we put Sun it in. Vault. Yeah, hell yeah. Wow, what a good band. And, and the thing with Sunvolt, I mean, you are familiar with Wilco, right? Obviously. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Just like uh, anyway, anyone who's normal should be. <laughs> and, <laughs> but uh, before... Check to see if you're normal. <laughs> but before there was Wilco and Sunvolt, it was Uncle Tupelo. And you had Jay Farr and Jeff Tweedy and Uncle Tupelo, and then they went their separate ways. Yep. Jay Farr started Sunvolt, and uh, Jeff Tweedy started Wilco. And, uh, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. Yeah. And, of course, we've seen both bands. Yep. Uh, Sunvolt was definitely at the Majestic Theater, and then Wilco, we've seen them, you know, numerous times all over. Where, where, where do we see Sunvolt? It was at the Majestic Theater. Majestic. Okay, Detroit, you just yeah. said that. But, uh, which, you know, that just brings me to, you know, some of the venues we've been to. Sure. And, and the Majestic is, to me, one of the best places. You know, kind of like that that old theater, kind of grimy, dirty type place. You know, just a stage, a floor, and a huge bar behind you. Yeah, huge <laughs> yeah. bar. And it was kind of the place that... You know, the bands, as they're just making it, you know, those are the places they're playing before yeah. they even get to, like, the State Theater or the Fillmore now, right, you know, right, or the Fox right. Theater in downtown. I love that, which I guess would say, you know, like, what's your, you know, if you, favorite venue to see a band at, you know? Oh, well, so I guess I would kind of break it out into, first of all, indoor versus outdoor, mm -hmm. right? Um, to me... I've always liked kind of seeing those bands before they start making it, right? Yeah. So the smaller venues, more intimate, you get really up close with them. Um, so for me, I get this is one of those ones I'll still call it the State Theater sometimes, but it's the Fillmore down in Detroit now. Fair enough. Um, I don't think you're wrong. I'm wrong with that. And the one that sticks out at that venue was probably Dave Matthews' band, was the opening act for... Big Head Todd and the Monsters. And uh Really? Yeah. And I'll never forget, it cost me twenty bucks. And main floor, um, twenty bucks. And it just so happened that that night, that show, they flipped roles. So Big Head Todd actually opened up for Dave Matthews. So I ended up being front row center in about a twenty five hundred, you know, person theater seeing Dave Matthews for the first time, Dang. which to me, it was amazing, you know. Um, other venues, you know, like, I'm not a big arena guy, but of course I'll go to them. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I think LCA, the new Little Caesars Arena, I think they did a pretty good job with it as far as getting it to a place where they can have concerts where it sounds good. Yeah. I've seen Lumineers there. I've seen Mumford & Sons. Little I've Caesars seen, Arena, right? Yeah, Little Caesars yeah. Arena, Smashing Pumpkins with Jane's Addiction. And uh, actually, uh, Tyler, the creator, mm -hmm. I've seen quite a few shows there, and it it it's, it holds up pretty well. Um, you know, as far as the other ones, I mean, St. Andrews Hall. Oh, know, I love St. Andrews. St. Andrews Hall. I mean, so many great shows. I've mentioned Majestic Theater. You know, then when we talk about outdoor, um, 
you know, Pine Knob. It's just iconic, right? 15,000 people, you got the lawn, you got the seats, you know, and then you look at Meadowbrook. You know, it's the same kind of vein, but about half the size, about 7,500 yeah, people, right? Closed and right. good, good And then, them. you know, we mentioned earlier, probably one of the coolest places I've ever seen a concert was at Kemba Live in, in Columbus. Yeah, Kemba Live. You know, it's got good-sized bands, you know, because it's still about 5,000 people. So yeah, it, and know. there's a couple, like, places where you... I don't even want to give it away. Where you can get a beer, you know. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I won't even disclose that. But there's Absolutely. some places where you can get a beer quicker than the mines. <laughs> what about you? What are what's your favorite place, or you know, maybe some uh, place where you've seen some of those earlier bands or or whatever? Where do you, where's your favorite place to see the show? <clears throat> I, th- I mean, I think I already said it, but St. Andrews. Um, St. Andrews, yeah. I think St. Well, Which St. One, Andrews. Do you have one that sticks out at St. Andrews? I think, obviously, not obviously, but Rusted Root, Blues Traveler, Rusted Root, Blues Traveler. I think I've seen Rusted Root slash Blues Traveler at St. Andrews at least three or four times mm-hmm. a piece. And guess what? Blues, Blues Traveler and Rusted Root are a great band. So I think wherever you see them are awesome, but... I love St. Andrews. Yeah. St. Andrews Hall is freaking awesome. The uh, did I remember going to St. Andrews and actually saw oh, Lou Reed? Yeah, we saw Lou Reed. Okay, there. yeah, you yeah. would have. So, do you remember when we yes. showed up at St. Andrews? Right? Yes, and I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> we're, we we didn't plan this. Nope, we show up, and I mean we're getting there right before the show's about to start, and we park behind the venue. Yeah, and a- as we're walking up. There's the tour bus. There's the big. I mean, you all know if you've been to St. Andrews, oh, there's the parking lot. And yeah, then right behind there. Yeah, right where the and tour bus so comes in. So we're walking in. up and we're like, well, why don't we just hang out here for a minute? And literally, you know, from us about 10 feet away, here comes Lou Reed walking out. Yep. And we're just kind of sitting there and like, whatever, you know, it's cool. We're seeing him. And you have all these people signing, yeah. right? And remember, he got pissed. Yes, he got He, he looked so at the one guy up. and he said, no cameras. Yep, no pictures. Yep, no pictures. Because they didn't want to have a picture of him signing so that someone could go and sell it. Yeah. So all of a sudden, he's done and he walks in the back, right? <laughs> so we're like, all right, well, fuck it. Let's go. You know, we walk in the front. And by the time we walked in the front doors, remember? Yeah. He was already on stage yeah. playing. We're like, what the hell did that happen? Wait a second. We just saw him right, 10 right. seconds ago. Why? How was he already? He was able to walk in faster than us and start playing a song. And then we were able to do that. But uh, that, that show, though, I mean, like, God bless his soul because Lou Reed is awesome. And and I know a lot of artists do this, you know, when they have the, you know, they're in and they have to do the teleprompter uh-huh. and they're, you know, God, that was, I'm not saying it was a sad show at all. It was a freaking awesome show, but it, you could totally see him looking at the teleprompter, like reading his lines. I'm not saying he had yeah. amnesia and or dementia or anything, but <laughs> the, the it, thing it, with Lou Reed too is like, can you he, help me? I don't yeah. No, whenever <clears throat> you'd see him in live, like. He totally sings it differently than the way it was written. Okay, and fair you know, enough. And you know who else does that all the time is Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction. All right, thank you. And I remember in November, um, this kind of leads into my next topic I want to talk to you about. Um, I went to see Smashing Pumpkins, and the opening act was Jane's Addiction. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, me and my daughter went there to see the show. And, well, because she was super pissed when me, you, and Paul went to see the Pumpkins in Columbus. She wanted to go, and it was kind of a boys' weekend. It was actually the best show ever. <laughs> and then we went to, uh, so me and my daughter, we go to LCA and in Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, and it's the Pumpkins with Jane's Addiction. And they both killed it, right? But oh, I remember course. her saying that, you know, he doesn't actually sing the songs the way it's supposed to, you know. But that's just Perry Farrell. That's how he does it. Yeah. Uh, but Lou Reed was the same way. Yeah. But uh, so that brings up kind of the next topic I want to talk to you about is when you saw a show <clears throat> where, like, the opening act was, in your mind, on par with right. the, the main one, right? Do you, who, who in well, your mind would, what, what show would that be for you? All right. So we've touched on Wilco, you know, before, you know. Old 97s. Have you guys ever heard of them? All right. You haven't. Old 97s are freaking bomb ass. We, I think we did. And then Wilco. Old 97s opened up for Wilco. I, I would almost say the old 97s freaking were better than Wilco that night. That night. Yeah. In uh, general, Wilco is a better band than old 97s. We get it. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, old ninety seven. But that was the Dallas yeah. band. They and they they bring it high energy. Yeah, you know, a lot of fun. I think I think that's what I would say. Yeah, the that, best. I remember that show. Was at the Majestic? Yeah, we and, had a uh, freaking bomb ass time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, what about you? So the one actually, the one I was thinking of actually was Wilco as well. Yeah, um, but Wilco was the opener for this one, and it was at uh, Pie Knob in in Clarkston, Michigan. And Wilco was the opening band for REM. And, Year. Uh, Can was, you recall? I don't remember off the top of my head, but I would say it was early 2000s. All right. And very early, you know, just just past probably 2000. And one, super excited, REM, right? Never yeah. seen them before. Uh, you know, and I always tell people this. If there's a band that you want to see, you're interested in, and they're coming in concert, go see them. Because there's no guarantee they're ever coming back. Um, and that was kind of one of them. R.E.M., I was never... I always liked them, but they weren't... I wasn't a huge fan, right? But sure. you knew there's so many songs, so I was so excited for that. And then I love R.E.M., by the way. <laughs> I do, too. And I like them more now than I probably did back then. <laughs> And, uh, but then when I found out that Wilco was going to be the opening band for him, I was just like, oh, my God, does this get any Hell better, yeah. right? And, <laughs> and the one thing I'll never forget about that show, right, I remember I was, you know, there's like a group of five or six of us going, and I had to drive there straight from work, and I'm busting ass to get there because I want to see Wilco, you know? And, and I get there, and, you know, I'm sitting, you know, barely in the lawn or whatever, and Jeff Tweedy's playing, and... And someone in the front row was obviously eating a Subway sub because he stopped playing. And he looks at him and goes, are you seriously eating a Subway sub right now while I'm playing? <laughs> he goes, can't you eat that up there somewhere? And just tore this person apart. And I'll never forget that. I laughed, I laughed so hard. I don't want to say that poor dude, but guess what? You shouldn't be eating a Subway sandwich. Absolutely. You're bringing that on yourself at yeah. that point, right? Absolutely. Freaking Tweety. 
<laughs> he's great. I love it. I know. He is so awesome. He's a good dude. Um, well, he is. I good, remember. Good music. If anyone's ever in Chicago, hell, I don't even know if he owns the bar anymore, but he used to own that bar called Lounge Axe. Uh, Jeff Tweedy did. And I'll never forget uh, going there with a friend and, uh, you know, drinking beers, just holding out hope that he's going to show up and play one of those surprise sets. Well, needless to say, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> but. Uh, so what about um, for you? Do you remember what's the farthest you've ever gone to go see a show, um, whether on purpose or by chance? Oh, um, not this is a surprise because I think we have a we got the same you know, one, dual, dual answer here, right? Uh, we went and saw Ben Harper. Yep. Gosh, in the innocent, I, I mean, it's Ben Harper. Ben know, Harper and the innocent criminals. You know, I don't know if they were. Yep. You, Let's just say Ben Harbors, whatever. And then uh, I think Jack Johnson. Yeah, was absolutely. The opener. Yep. It was I, in I San Diego. San Diego. And it, I actually looked up the date. It was August of 2003. Um, and it was me, you, my brother Paul, and our friend Dario. Yep. And we actually uh, ended up going with my uncle Steve and his, his wife, my Aunt Kelly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to. It was like the first night we were there, and it was like the University of uh, California, San Diego, out yeah. in this open field. Mm-hmm. And it was Ben Harper, and, I mean, he just tore it up. That was a really good show, by the way. Oh, my God. I mean, but, I mean. And you're right, dude. It was Jack Johnson. He opened up for him and, and also he, ended up coming out playing a couple of songs. Right. If with, you don't, uh, I mean, if you don't, I mean, I know you know Jack Johnson, but whatever. Jack Johnson has some good tunes, you know. No, but, Jack, Jack Johnson's good. Yeah. You know, to me, he's like. <clears throat> he definitely he's super talented he's one of those guys i think that he a smaller venue more intimate setting kind of sure. shoots him right sure um all acoustic you know yeah yeah uh kind of mellow um so like a big venue kind of it's, it's, it's a little it's a little big for him um ben harper freaking rock uh, ben harper rocks every absolutely we've seen ben harper so many times oh my lord yeah i think uh so we've seen we saw him there in San Diego. We also saw Ben Harper is in Meadowbrook. Yes. Um, you know where else we saw him? And you mentioned the Horde Fest earlier. Those concerts would be the best. You know, it was oh, the all-day festival. And I'll never forget it had, I think, Ben Harper was there. Like, uh, the Freddie Jones Band, Blues oh, Traveler. Yeah, Freddie Jones. Uh-huh. Yep, piece by piece. And, yep. Uh, Good God, Cal. You know, kind of, the, in, in the Horde Fest, it was great. It was like mm-hmm. a bunch of those jam bands. Just a good, fun time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I believe that was one of the times also where we went camping. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, where <laughs> I believe that was, we went camping. It might have been one of the first times you actually met Ichan. Our, our buddy Echon. Oh, I love Echon. Uh-huh. And, hey, uh huh. Hey, what's well, up, Echon? Yeah, yeah. What, give him a shout out. He's actually. We're gonna have him on an episode later. We this might. Year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Nah, he'll be on for sure. Uh, coming up. So the the one thing I mentioned earlier was if you ever want to see someone, get out and see them, right? Because you never know if they're gonna be around anymore. And uh, on our company page, Two Dudes and Killer Tunes, um, I put a poll out there. 
about bands that you wish you could have seen kind of before the untimely death of sure. a member. Yeah. And I actually, the, the three that I put out there were um, Nirvana, because obviously Kurt Cobain, um, Allison Chains, Lane Staley, and then uh, Beastie Boys, uh, Adam Yauch, MCA, right? And then the fourth option was, uh, you know, other, you know, just make sure you leave yeah. a comment. Um, you know, for me, it was a no-brainer. I never got a chance to see Nirvana, you know, and, and obviously that was really when, you know, my whole taste of music was really molding and, you know, sure. but I, and, you know, that was a huge part of it, right? That whole movement. Um, I did actually, I was lucky enough to see Alice in Chains at Lollapalooza in 93 with Lane Staley, which was absolutely amazing. And that was Lollapalooza at uh, my, no, it was actually not? Milan Dragway oh, in Milan, Milan Michigan. Oh, yeah. yeah, a little Milan Dragway. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and you know, I also got to see the Beastie Boys a few times. Uh, one being Lollapalooza uh, in Pine Knob, once at Wings Stadium in Kalamazoo, and then once at the Palace of Auburn Hills. So let me ask about mm-hmm. Allison Chains yeah. at Milan Dragway. How was that? Um, or actually, what's your recollection, if you will? <laughs> then you know, like <laughs> no, I you know, so it's funny. Because, were you hammered, or I mean, I'm sure you were. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, but I, do you remember? How no, that absolutely, happened? I do remember yeah. that. I remember that the day was like one of those Michigan <laughs> summer days, right? Hot, where it's like humid. <laughs> exactly, probably, ninety-five degrees. It probably rained earlier, sunny, and then it just got super hot. And then one hundred percent humidity. Yeah. And actually, it was Dinosaur Junior was on. Oh, was playing right. Dinosaur Junior. And about three songs in, all of a sudden the clouds roll in. Yeah. Thunder and lightning starts, and everyone leaves the stage. You know, and it shut down for like an hour. <laughs> well, then everything starts back up. And Allison Chains comes on and starts playing. And I will never forget this. A buddy of ours looks over at me and says, Isn't Allison Chains going to be pissed that Dinosaur Junior is playing their songs? Because <laughs> he didn't realize that Dinosaur Junior left and Allison Chains <laughs> But thank God that it kind of happened in that order because Allison Chains played. And I actually looked up the set list the other day. And I mean, some of the most iconic Allison sure. Chains songs ever, and they played like 15 songs that day. I mean, uh-huh. for Lollapalooza, which was amazing. Dang, um, dude! And you know, the other one I mentioned was Beastie Boys, Adam Yalk, and I, I was always a huge Beastie Boys fan. You know, from their you know mid 80s when I think they opened up for Madonna, right? Mm-hmm. For, after their License to Ill came out, and. That one hit me hard, you know, MCA. And, and I'll never forget, I remember I came home from a road trip, and I was meeting my family for dinner. I came straight from the airport, and I heard it on the radio that MCA had passed away. It's cancer. And I remember sitting at the table before they showed up, and I started crying. Like, I couldn't believe it. This was, like, one of the people that, like, the bands that I grew up with. Like and I how was, old were you at the time? Um, I was probably mid to late 30s. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, I mean, because he was such a great guy. You right. Know? And, and it was just, it just really hit me. And it was an influence, you know, like. Absolutely. You know, that, you know and music you love. Yeah. You know, especially MCA, you know, you watch it because he was the one that probably partied more than anyone. <laughs> like, he watched his kind of evolution, you know, and so you kind of like, kind of empathize with that or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, 
going back to the pole, and I mean, it doesn't have to be one of those. Um, which one would yours be that you wish you could have seen? You know that that you didn't get a chance to. I mean, I've always. I mean, I was probably too young to see like the Who. I mean, I freaking love the Who. The Who. Anytime there's a Who song on the radio, I just freaking keep it on there. Whether it's you know, any freaking Who song, Led Zeppelin, of course, but yeah, they're around. Um, and I always go back to Nirvana. You know, like I would love. It's hard to not freaking, to, right? I would love to. You know, want to know why? I'm not getting sick of the songs that are on the radio, and they keep playing and playing, but. I just, gosh, there's probably so much more, if you will. Um, kind of like the Beatles too, you know, like any any uh, Jimi Hendrix, you know, Janis uh, you know, Joplin, you know, they, they all they all had more, if you will, you, more to give, and that's yeah. probably why, no, you know? and you know, it's funny, the, the, you know, as you bring those we'll say the old timey ones up right yeah and the one that has always been one i wish we could have seen is obviously the doors with jim morrison and uh we did get a chance to see the doors of the 21st yeah. century oh, yeah. right and uh which i think it was ray manzarek and robbie krieger and uh it had that ian ashbury good. from the the that cult was a good was, freaking concert you know it, it was cool you know you got to see some of the original members playing it and you know Ian Ashbury did a great job singing it, but it's not Jim Morrison, right? Right. But uh, it was kind of kind of neat to see that. Um, you know, one of the other ones I've always said is, you know, Grateful Dead, you know, with, with Jerry Garcia. I was never a big fan of the Grateful Dead. Sure. You know, but you go back and it's like you know so many of those songs. Right. And, they're, and they're you know, I sad. saw the other ones. They were called shortly after he mm -hmm. had died in uh, Cincinnati. And of all people, Rusted Root opened up for him. You know, yeah, so Rusted Root. It was a really cool show, but I'm like, oh my god, how good would the show be if if Jerry Garcia was still here playing with him, right? Um, so that's why I always say, if there's something you ever want to see, um, go and see it. Don't yeah. don't wait thinking, oh, I'm going to see him again. I mean, especially when you when you're talking, man, I really wish I could see the Rolling Stones. I'm like. How much longer are you going to wait for that one? <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, um, now, what about anything on the horizon for you? Any any concerts or, or newer bands that you plan on going to see in the coming months? Or? Let's see. Not at all. Just <laughs> no, of course there's going to be some bands. but Oh, yeah, Young the wait. Giant. Have you ever heard of young the giant go ahead absolutely so that's a big one actually i'm i got my eye on this year right. or this summer mm -hmm. uh young the giant with uh milky chance right and uh i think they're playing freedom hill which i had um, been there you know good little venue i've never been there i just hear that's kind of like a smaller pine knob yeah. almost like a meadow yeah it's like a meadowbrook yeah but uh so yeah young the giant and it's, milky chance that's one of those ones where it's like I know quite a bit about both of them, but I'm not a huge fan of either one. It's just one of those things like, can you really have a bad night at a concert during the summertime? No. no. So to me, that's a that's a big one. Um, what about you? I think I heard you mention something the other day. It's actually, I think, right around your birthday. 
at oh, the uh, National. Yes, at uh, All right. the Fillmore, I believe, right? Gosh darn it. I don't know. They're coming August something. Yeah, it's a, about yeah mid-August mid somewhere in there. All right, I'll, I'm going to confess right now, the National is one of my freaking favorite bands. If you don't know the National, then I guess you just don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to listen to them. Go ahead if you want to, but... No, I, and you know what? Uh, the thing about the National, one, they're, I think they're a Cincinnati <clears throat> band. Yeah, they're... yeah. And, you know, I've obviously heard their songs. I like them. Yeah. But it's one of those ones where I've never had to listen to them. I've never seen them live. Right. But I did... Years ago, well, yeah, years ago, hell, who knows how long ago, but seeing a documentary about the National that I think one of the brothers from the band members or whatever, yeah, did they're the documentary, twins. and yeah, they're twins. Bro. It was like a really cool documentary, and then I'm like, oh wow, you know, and I actually started to listen to him more and more, and and really, I really like the lead singer's voice, yeah, um, and really a lot of cool songs. Um, so if you, do you want to hear a cool story about the national? Absolutely. All right. It's what we're here for. So my friend Keith, we all know Keith. Um, Keith and I were in Royal Oak, and they were playing okay. the Royal Oak Music Theater. I don't know. Now that's a great venue. Yeah, I saw Ben Harper yeah, there. Ben Harper. We were. I didn't have a ticket, right? So Keith and I were like, oh, "Let's go to the national." Keith had a ticket, right? So we're walking around. I'm like, I'm just gonna go scalp a ticket, right? So we're rocking around. We're rocking right now. I don't know whatever street that is, wherever Royal Oak Music Theater is. And then we're walking around. Tickets. We need tickets. You know. And I look to my left, and guess who's right there? The lead singer of the National. Are you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, "What's up, bro? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I go. I think you can get me a ticket, right?" He goes, yeah, I can get you a ticket. <laughs> like, with the nicest dude ever. It was him and the drummer. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. It was, hilar- it was hilarious and awesome. Can you get me tickets? I'm like, He's like, yeah. And then so he goes, what's your name? I was like, oh, my name's Neil. Neil Williams, you know. And then you got Keith tickets, too, you know. And he, they'll be in the box office. I'll get you a ticket. And so we're walking outside. I'm like, yeah, this ain't going to happen. So we went to the bar, you know, and just... Uh, Hoping and praying that these are our tickets, or my tickets at least, you know. <laughs> yeah. And we went to the bar, had some drinks, and then went to the box office, supposedly where these backst- or no, where these tickets were, you know. And guess what? They were there. Oh, my God. That's Freaking, awesome. Freaking, he let them there. And with backstage passes, too. Woo-hoo. Nice. Well, concert was amazing, you know. Um, Keith and I went... I had to, at the end of the show, we had backstage shows, backstage passes, right? <clears throat> at the end of the show, I had to pee so bad. I'm like, Keith, I can't even do it. I have to leave. I left, and I'm like, after that, I couldn't get back in line for backstage passes. <laughs> <laughs> Keith ended it up, ended up staying, and he said, yeah, dude, I went back there, dude, they were all so cool, you know, and everything. That's I was awesome. Like, so I did not get to. So that's stare. funny because that reminds me of something. Um, you mentioned the band Old Ninety Sevens earlier. Love so the Old Ninety Sevens. I went to visit a good friend of ours, Mike, up in Seattle, and me and Mike had decided, well, we're going to go spend a couple of days in Vancouver. So we drive up to Vancouver, and it was. 
probably spring going into summer because the hockey playoffs are on, right? Sure. And um, me and our buddy Mike were like, we're like, we'll go to the bar. We're going to catch the playoff game. And it's like noon, you know, early start. No one's in the bar whatsoever. So me and Mike are sitting up at the bar, we're having some beers. And I look over, and there's this dude in a. Back then, I think it was still the Dallas Stars, right? And are they still the Dallas? I don't even know. Yeah, I think they are. Who knows? Anyway, he's in a Dallas Stars jersey. And I look and I'm like, holy shit, that's Rip Miller from the old 97s. Mm-hmm. So I go over there and I say, hey, how's it going? And I go, I just saw you in concert two weeks ago at the Majestic. He's like, oh, that's awesome, you know? And really? I'm like, yeah, and I'm seeing you in Vancouver out of the blue. That's crazy, you know? And he's like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. And then, you know, we're talking or whatever, and yeah, I don't want to be a fanboy, so I'm like, all right, well, it's nice meeting you. Hey, good luck to the Dallas, you know? And then we go back and sit down, and, you know, we're having a couple beers, and I look at my buddy, I'm like, I literally just saw him two weeks ago in Detroit. I'm halfway across the world, pretty much, at this yeah. point in Vancouver. I happen to see him. You think he could float us a couple tickets? <laughs> oh, well. At least I got to be. He was a cool guy. Though, right. Right. <laughs> he could have at least said, hey. Right. Absolutely. Need anything? Backstage? Nothing? <laughs> right. Yeah. Not even a, oh, well. a good story, right? That's what I got out yeah, of it. Yeah, it's a sweet story. But uh, so going back to shows this summer, um, obviously the national. The other one I was looking at was um, Beck with uh, opening band Phoenix. Um, which Phoenix is kind of obscure, but they have a song 1901, and then uh, they have another one, really couldn't even tell you the name of it. But uh, to me, it's one of those times where at least you know a couple songs, Mm -hmm. you know. But Bash, I think I almost heard a new song by Beck recently. I think he, does he have a new album? I don't know. If it wasn't, I'm like, oh my gosh, the song is awesome. But the funny thing about Beck is I've only seen him one time. Right, and it was my freshman year in college, and they announced it on the radio that he's playing the Detroit Science Center. <laughs> now, Neil, you're familiar with the Detroit Science Center. Some of our listeners may not I, be, but I'm not even familiar. But before let that, him tell. Let's put it this way: before that Beck concert, the last time I was at the Detroit Science <laughs> Center was for a field trip in elementary school because they have all these exhibits. You know, you touch that weird ball and your hair goes crazy. Not for Beck. But it costs five bucks. We show up there. They have a stage literally amongst all these exhibits. So there's people touching that ball up there everywhere. He's playing, you know, and he just started getting, you know, gaining that popularity because Loser came out. And, uh, you know, he was probably like a 19, 20 year old punk at that point, just like I was. And I'll never forget, you know, you could tell he had a few pops, right? And, yeah, you sure. know, it took him like three times to finally start loser and play it all the way through oh, before yeah. he could finish it. Yeah, you, know? you said that. But uh, it, I, I, you know, and then you look at now, right? And just his whole catalog is there's so many good songs there, and the the one thing I actually just downloaded this or whatever on Spotify a little bit ago. But it was when Lou Reed was inducted to the Hall of Fame as a solo artist. And 
Beck actually sang Satellite of Love. Satellite. And doing the background part of it was the lead singer from Fun. Remember that that band? Yeah. Which I don't even know what his name was. Nah. But I tell you what. Not so fun, but whatever. <laughs> but uh, check it out. Awesome song. But that's another one that I'm definitely looking forward to um, this summer. Um, satellite of... I watched it for a little love. while. Used to I watch love, it. Uh, used to watch, watch things on TV. Our CD will come out later. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but uh, no, that's what I was, you know, thinking about. And obviously, you know, as we have more episodes, we'll, you know, talk sure. about more concerts that are coming up this summer. Um, Damn, we've already it. talked with a lot of a lot of our guests. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a bunch of things already lined up. Yeah, there'll be some guests. And we're definitely going to, uh, you know, continue working on this. I think that uh, I've had an absolute blast with episode one. Uh, again, two dudes, killer tunes. Um, hopefully you guys, you know, found it entertaining and will join yeah. us for, for the episodes to come up here in the future. Yeah, and if not, whatever, hey. obviously. You probably suck. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, it's been great. It's been fun, and I'm really looking forward to uh, the rest of the season and getting, uh, getting some of our guests on and, and just talking about live music and catching up with people. Yeah, and that's what we're going to do, talk about music, and I'm going to catch up with freaking friends that we haven't seen in a while. How about that? Yep, sounds good. All right, Neil. All right, Thanks, bro. bro.